This week we have five wacky world news stories. Four are real, but one will fool you. Happy April Fools! Will you spot the spoof? Over here! Hey, 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 hey listen up! New, 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 newsy! Newsy Palooza! Hello and welcome to our special April Fools episode. For three years in a row, oh yeah, we'll be following our April Fool tradition of presenting you four real stories and one that will fool you. Thing is, real world news can be so wacky. Will you be able to spot the difference? Will you be able to guess which one it is? No pressure. <laughs> and without consulting Google to help, hands off your devices, ears only. Still, no pressure. I'm Lila, and I'm Lindy, and you're listening to Newsy Palooza, the coolest pool of news and information. So, without further ado, drum roll, please. Here are our stories this week. The owner of Facebook and Instagram is being sued and regulated over claims it's addicting students to its social media platforms. Dun dun dun. A top U.S. designer hits the accelerator and upcycles car parts, getting them revved up for the runway. An ancient toilet is found in China, flushing out old notions of sanitation and civilization. New state-of-the-art pungent paints give artists a smelly edge to their creations. And move over, cat cafes. You'll never believe what one Malaysian pet owner is serving up. All right then, let's dive on in. First up, it's the big news story of the week. Big news indeed in the media world, and for many teenagers too who are addicted to social media. Ah,、uh, it's not just teenagers who are addicted to social media, Mama. Ah,、uh, that's true. It can happen to anyone, but younger minds might not have the skills or maturity to know how to break free from a bad habit. For the record, not all social media use is a bad habit. Okay, that is true. But try telling that to lawmakers in the U.S. state of Utah, where social media firms are now required to get parental consent for children to use their apps. And verify users are at least 18 years old. Hmm. Not just that, but an effort to protect young people, parents will get full access to their children's online accounts, and kids will be prohibited, as in not allowed, to use social media after 10:30 at night. Until 6:30 in the morning. Okay, that kind of makes sense. But access to your kid's account? Well, I guess each family can decide what's right for them. But basically, the state of Utah says it wants to help prevent children from being lured to apps that have deliberate features that make them, well, addictive. Never mind full of ads that might not be appropriate for them. Hmm. That's not all. Meta, the owner of Facebook and Instagram. Oh, I know this one. It's being sued by none other than the school board in the same county that the company is headquartered, San Mateo, California, over more claims it's addicting students to its social media platforms. Yep, and for contributing to a mental health crisis among teenagers. Now people are wondering what's next if the Utah Social Media Regulation Act, as it's called, will be adopted by other states. You heard it here first, people. And now shifting gears completely. The latest in sanitation news. Excuse me. You know this. 
well do we have to? Well, it's also hot archaeology news too. That's really flushing out earlier theories about sanitation and civilization. Okay. Yep, you'll never believe what was found in China. I don't think I want to know. <laughs> A two thousand four hundred year old flushing toilet, as in not just a chamber pot or a bedpan or a hole in the ground where most people would have done their business. Ew! It's it was empty. I hope. <laughs> well. Wait, does it still work? Okay, no. So it was just part of an ancient pot, but with a wide bent pipe leading to an outdoor pit. For you know, flushing away someone's business. Actually, that's kind of cool. <laughs> yeah, it was found by a research team in the ruins of an ancient palace in the central Chinese city of Xi'an. I guess back then it would have been a luxury item. Indeed, most likely reserved for high-ranking officials, and probably a servant would have poured water into the toilet to flush it out every time it was used. Oh, so it was not full-on plumbing then. Well, it's still an impressive level of sanitation over two thousand years ago, which shows how civilized that part of the world would have been. And yes, before you ask, the researchers are analyzing soil samples from the collected vessel, you know, in hopes of finding out what people ate during those days. Fascinating. But let's hope people don't accuse us of talking a lot of muck. What's that? I'll tell you what. That's the halftime bell, which means it's time to hear what's making news around the rest of the world. Hold on tight. It's around, around the, the world, world in eighty seconds. seconds. Hold tight. Tensions are mounting in Israel as Prime Minister Netanyahu. Put off plans for overhauling the Supreme Court. It's a proposal that has left the country bitterly divided, with mass protests from those who oppose and support the move. France is also under the grip of angry protesters opposed to President Macron's pension bill, with clashes breaking out across many cities. Labor unions are demanding his government rethink proposals to raise the retirement age by two years to 64. In the U.S., search and rescue teams are helping those whose homes have been destroyed after a huge tornado swept through the southern states of Mississippi and Alabama. President Biden says the government will do everything it can to help. Humza Yusuf is Scotland's new first minister, meaning he's in charge of the Scottish government. The 37-year-old Scottish National Party leader is not only the youngest first minister, but also the first from an ethnic minority background, and the first Muslim to lead a major UK political party. Well, thank you so much for that. That. Wibbity wabbity zippity zappity rap. <clears throat> Most welcome, Leela. <laughs> Now it's the ace part of our podcast. That stands for art, culture, and entertainment, darling. Darling. Last year we did a story in episode ninety-six about an exhibit of a seventeenth-century painting called *The Sense of Smell* by Bruegel that included the smells found in the artwork. It's called *The Immersive Art Experience*. Yes, 
and as National Geographic reported in December, is not just scented art exhibits either. Correct. There are now tours that have you sniffing your way through a city. It's called immersive art, and it just got smellier, or should I say, more pungent. Using state-of-the-art olfactory chemistry, as in the science behind our sense of smell, the world's leading fragrance chemists... Yes, that's a real job title have developed a line of smelly paints. You know, like those scented magic markers? Their company is rather appropriately called Pungent Paints, and they have three ranges. First is, of course, Flora and Fauna. So that's everything from red rose, white jasmine, and lavender to the smell of freshly cut grass. Which is a shade of green. Go figure. They also have a food range. Beige for sweet-smelling apple pie, dark brown for coffee, and... Get ready to hold your nose. Silver for fish. Speaking of holding your nose, I'm afraid they also have a rancid range. That's a fancy word for something that's rotten. Luckily, it's not just cow dung and rotting fruit, but the Chemistry Meets Art Company says they want to develop the whole range of olfactory experiences to help make artwork come alive. Though right now there is a smell span of only three months, so painters and exhibitors have to act fast. But the pungent paint people promise more aromas are to follow. Let's hope they expand their food and flowers range and leave the rancid stuff alone. Yeah. And finally, let's go over and see what the Lucky Dip Machine has in store for our last story this week. Step right up, step right up. Have a go at the Lucky Dip Machine. The Lucky Dip Machine. What's it going to be today, eh? An oddball, no doubt. An oddball, no doubt. Odd and awful. At least it is for me. Oh, let me guess. Is this a story about creepy crawlies? Yes, so if you don't mind, I'm going to be handing the mic to Shaiba Jamshid, our correspondent in Malaysia who's going to take this one for the team. Cue the music, Mama. Thank you, Shaiba. So, Malaysia is known for many things. From its multicultural society to its beautiful beaches. Never mind exotic tropical creatures. Well now, it can add fangs to the list. Yes, fangs. As in the big, usually sharp front teeth of snakes. That contains venom. But fangs, spelled with a capital F is more than that. So, apparently, snake lovers have very few places to hang out and, you know, talk snakes. So they end up finding other enthusiasts in the snake section of pet stores. Not very comfortable, is it? Never mind that. Most shops won't allow you to and hold their slithery stock. That's why the Malaysian snake lover Yap Ming Yang decided to open up his fans, as in a snake and reptile cafe, of course. Corn snakes, leopard geckos, and even bearded dragons 
are in glass tanks all over the cafe. And yes, visitors can even remove the reptiles from their tanks and let the scaly and slithery creatures snuggle up to them. Hysterical, wouldn't you say? In Malaysia, I'm Shaiba Jumpsheet, reporting for Newsy Pelosi. Horrible, just horrible. I mean, not your report. That was that was great. Thanks, Shaiba. But who on earth? Isn't it good we don't all like the same slithery things? <laughs> yeah, maybe I'll just stick with going to a cat cafe. Thanks a lot. And it's time to wrap up the podcast with the, the top, top five, five facts heard today. today. Fab fact number one. The owner of Facebook and Instagram is being sued over claims it's addicting students to its social media platforms and contributing to a mental health crisis. What is the name of this parent company? Meta. Fab fact number two. U.S. fashion designer Jeremy Scott turns scrap auto parts into striking haute couture ball gowns. More like haute carter, if you ask me. What's haute couture mean? It literally translates as high for haute and dressmaking for couture. So basically, super expensive high fashion. Fab fact number three. A 2,400-year-old flushing toilet is said to have been discovered in a ruined palace in the central Chinese city of Xi'an, in an ancient ruined palace. What did people use if they didn't have such a fancy implement? A hole in the ground, or a chamber pot, or a bedpan. Fab fact number four. Smelly art is all the rage in immersive art these days. What's the other word for paint that smells strongly? Pungent. Fab fact number five. Snakes, lizards, and desserts meet in Malaysia's first reptile cafe, named after the big, usually sharp front teeth of snakes that contain venom. Which are called what? Fangs. And that almost brings us to the end of this episode of Newsy Paloozy. But first, we have a message from Connor and Nora, who wrote, "We love your podcast, and we look forward to Wednesday mornings so we can listen on the way to school. You guys are so funny, and you make us laugh. Keep up the good work." Aw, that's awesome! Thank, Thank you. you so much, you guys. Oh, oh, oh I, for- I forgot to say right before "keep up the good work." There's a laughy emoji. I knew you were gonna say that. <laughs> but anyway, thank you guys so much for that. We also have more reviews that have dropped in on Apple Podcasts, which is super exciting too. More on that next week. And what do you reckon? Any guesses on which of our five wacky world stories was the April Fool fake? 
If you think you know, why not drop us a line, either on any of our social media handles or send us an email to contact at newsypalooza.com. Or visit the Contact Us page of our website, newsypooloozy.com, as in a swimming pool of news. That's P-O-O-L-O-O-Z-I.com. What do you reckon, Mom? Is there a free Newsy Paloozy t-shirt for the first three winners? Ooh, that's interesting. Why not? But rather than the first three, we'll put all those who reply into a hat and pick three from that. Because, you know, we have listeners all over the world, all with different time zones, so... We gotta be fair. Understood. Well, what are you waiting for? Let us know what you think was our fake foolish story for this year's April Fools. We'll announce the winners next week. Until then, keep being curious, folks. (laughs) 